welcome to Mavs Daily, where every day we break down a question, event, news, or trend. My name is Shelby, and I am a digital content producer with the Mavs. And today I'm here with Ivy Oeno and Corey Carter, and they are from the community relations team. And last night I got asked this question, and it made me think, We need to do a podcast about this because I bet a lot of people listening also have the same question, which is, what do you do in the off-season? And I know y'all get that question, too, because you work in sports and people are like, okay, when they're not playing, what are you doing? So wanted to talk with y'all because I know y'all two are the busiest people um, all year round. And so we can start off with Corey. Um, so you can just talk a little bit about your position, but also what do you do in the off season? Okay. Yes. Um, happy to be here. First of all, thank you for having me. Um, I'm the community relations coordinator, community relations and Mavericks foundation coordinator and off season is a foreign term. Honestly, we, we off season is, uh, sometimes it goes by fast. Sometimes it goes by slow. We're always busy, always doing something. Um, we interact with different types of people throughout Dallas, whether you're a healthcare worker, whether you're in the fast food industry, whether you're in um, even funeral homes, police departments, fire department, you name it, we interact with you. Um, honestly, I don't know who we wouldn't inter- interact with. I don't know who we wouldn't, but no, we, we stay busy. Off season is, um, we just, we don't uh, have, we're always busy. You know, We're always busy during off season. And, it's 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 a good thing though. It's a very good thing. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, like you said, there's not. I didn't even think about that um, until I started remembering all of the events that we did. You know, pre-lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we did. We went to a fire station. Um, there's been events with Girl Scouts. There's yes. like schools. Yes. Um, Mavs is like all over the place. And then <laughs> Becca said this yesterday. It was such a great quote. She was like, she said, community is the face of the team when we're not yeah. in season. And I was just, that kind of hit different. And I was just like, wow, okay, I have to, I got to write that one down. And so, yeah, shout out to Becca for that. But that is literally the epitome of, of, of what, what it is. And yeah. Say it one more time. Community. Community is the face of the team when we're not. face of yeah. the team when we're not in season yeah because that's people only see um most of the time with the Mavs post stuff it's about things that we're doing in the community especially in the off season um mm-hmm. a little and stuff about the players as well but um getting letting the fans know that what we're doing in the community is very important so yeah and and this is stuff that we do year round and so yes. um yeah, so it's not like there's anything different for you in the offseason. Um, and if not more, I feel like there's even more opportunities uh, for us to go out and do stuff because, you know, so many of our people that work stuff during the game day now can volunteer and, like, help with the efforts that community is doing. Um, and then Ivy, your team, uh, well, your role specifically um, has kind of evolved this offseason particularly um with the Mavs take action plan and so can you talk about what you're doing this offseason yeah absolutely and it's so funny because the term offseason like Corey I, I agree with you it's <laughs> it's actually humorous because it's like 
what off season, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> off season for the guys, and I mean, much like them, you know, they, um, you know, they also they the off it's off from the court, it's off the court, but the work always continues. I guess is the best way that I can frame that, right? Um, but it's been a blessing. I obviously have previously um, served as the team sports sound strategist is what I'm coining it. Um, but I have recently, or I recently got appointed um, the senior manager of corporate social responsibility um, and specifically uh, tasked to head our MAPS Take Action Plan, which is um, our team's commitment and pledge to listen, learn, and unite our DFW communities um, to address racial inequities and disparities, promote social justice, and drive sustainable change. Um, obviously, there has been a lot going on in this great nation this year, everything ranging from, you know, byproducts of the COVID-19 crisis, as well as um, the, you know, just the, the racism issues and the innocent killings of unarmed um, black um, men and women. And so this is our um, attempt and our our action, actually, really not an attempt because it's, it's underway, but this is our way of being a part of breathing more life into the democracy um, in our immediate community, you know, we not only, as we say, we not only work in the DFW area, the greater North Texas area, we live in and we play here as well. Um, and so it's important for us um, as an organization to help um, um, advance these causes. And so at ACTION is an acronym that stands for Advocacy, Communication, Training, Investment, Outreach, and Noise. And these are the various ways by which we hope to um, affect change, uh, specifically in six sectors, those being public policy, education, criminal justice, employment, child welfare, and healthcare. Um, and this is, this, this, I guess you can say the inception of MAPS Take Action was the courageous conversation that took place earlier this summer on the American Airlines Center Plaza. And that um, kind of just kicked off this, this process of not only talking the talk, but walking the walk. And so um, we not only lead um, in thought, but we lead in action. Um, if you visit mavs.com backslash maps take action, shameless plug, which everyone should, you can find a lot more information of, of all of um, what we're doing, what has happened so far and what's in the plans. Obviously, um, there's been a lot of work around the advocacy category um, with the census that just recently concluded in um, the upcoming election and ongoing early voting period. Yes. Can you talk about that event that we held um, to like for people to get registered? Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, again, so many different initiatives um, going on right now, but they're all tied and linked with one another. So I can take the time to talk a little bit about the huddle. And the huddle is a monthly discussion that um, is spearheaded, a brainchild of Dallas Mavericks board members that consisting of leadership governance, Donnie, Mark, um, Legends, um, Michael, Eddie, um, Nick, Dirk will be participating in this upcoming one. And this is just their their desire to do more, you know, um, and I, I should say current and former players as well. And this is just their desire to, um, you know, create a platform for more voices to be heard. And so the, the first one that we had um, was surrounded the issue of civic awareness and engagement and participation 
Um, in reflection of John Lewis' Good Trouble, the film, we have the director, Don Porter, join us virtually for a Q&A, just discussing the importance of the work that Congressman, the late great Congressman John Lewis did and how it's relevant to us today. Mm -hmm. um, as a result of these, these huddle conversations, um, there's an action very similar to on a court when players go into a huddle, create a plan, and then break the huddle and go execute the plan. And so Yeah, so it's just not all it's not all talk. All talk. Again, very much about talking the talk and walking the walk. And so the action portion of that first huddle was um, a voter registration, a, vo a drive-through voter registration um, event. And obviously um, COVID has put a, a hindrance in a lot of different things. Um, voter registration is a huge issue um, in underrepresented communities specifically. Um, we were very fortunate to be able to partner with several community partners, March to the Polls being our lead, um, but also for Cliff Paul Quinn, Urban League of Young Professionals, um, and also internally with our Black Employee Network who have been really instrumental in our civic awareness and engagement campaigns. So we were able to register a number of people, I think upwards of 200, um, we set up our office. And this is again, just another way of us lending our space, our facility, our talent, um, um, employee volunteers and partnered with Dallas Morning News who were there to provide um, information on candidates and what have you. And then also um, we had, you know, some of the guys stop by. Um, Michael Finley was president, Nick McCaskill was president, Rolanda Blackburn was president, um, and serving as guest voter, um, like, you know, um, drive-through registrar, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that just, that, it just all weaves in to all of the advocacy efforts. Obviously, voting is a process that begins with registration and then obviously knowledge and awareness and then, uh, and finally the actual act of going to cast your ballot. So any yes. way that, we, you know, make, yeah, make that easy or, or help and provide it. You can also visit maps.com backslash vote, which is our online resource guide and hub right now, which can help you and anybody else who either hasn't voted us preparing to vote make your voting plan which is of course of most importance so lots of stuff cool cool stuff yes going. yes so many initiatives and um just trying to get our community like involved and just like active and so um corey i'm gonna go back to you how do the other departments um help with the events so um whether it's like sponsorship or digital so these events that community is putting on um how does the rest of the organization also get involved for sure it, it takes it takes everyone to make an event happen first off i mean if you don't have x you know if you don't have sponsorship and then maybe you don't get the things that you need. If you don't have media, nobody knows about it. If you don't have, you know, there's just so many aspects that everybody brings to the table that makes the circle go around. So, um, I mean, from sponsorship, finding sponsors for us, and they're always, they always come through. Um, and, and especially like you, Shelby, you know, you're with, uh, you know, media and, and digital, uh, you guys are very, um, important to us because without you guys, nobody's going to know what we're doing. We're not going to have pictures. We're not going to have, um, not that we need the, I guess, the notoriety. It's just that we do want people to know that we are in the community and, and doing the right things. Um, even, I think we've even done events with um, 
tickets. So I mean, there's things. There's it's just it is just so many. Um, yeah, there's just so many things. <laughs> yeah, and I spoke with um, some. I know the other events are also like they plan during this time, and they like like our sponsorship department checks in with our sponsors or goes in, um, you know, tries to get new sponsors and will like pitch to them. Um, you know, different programs and things. And then I know like digital, um, we're getting ready. Okay, what's the game plan for next season? Um, like we have to have some sort of media day. Like we've got to, and it's just such a challenge now because I think everyone's like, okay, we this is going to look different this year. Like all these things that we need to do right. by the time the season starts. And so when you think about it, like off season, is, it's so short. <laughs> I feel like. It, oh. like, goes by in a blink. Um, who else mm-hmm. did I talk to? Oh, tickets. Like, they've got to check in with their people, ticket mm-hmm. sales. Um, and so, yeah, it's just wild. Like, right. when we COVID just don't happened, stop working. <laughs> when COVID first happened, I thought we were going to slow down, I mean, just a little bit. And we did to a point, maybe a week. But then after that, it was, it, we're back full speed 100 percent um because we knew people needed help uh, such as fire departments and first care um and healthcare responders we knew that they needed our help um so we wanted to help get out and help as as soon as we could so it's it's crazy to believe that we thought i don't know maybe i thought i was wishful thinking here that we oh we we might have a little break just (laughs) just for a little bit and but we definitely get oh oh. (laughs) Oh, sorry go ahead oh no go ahead it's okay i was gonna say but we definitely do have the opportunity um they give us plenty of days to take off and um we do have yeah our managers i remember um it was right before the reboot of this season Mm. um so in i think it was june and you know july and our um department leader she was like I need y'all to all take some days off like you are mandatory like take a week um and like recharge because like you can't be burnt out and it's just like we love what we do so it feels like weird sometimes to take a break but um it's definitely needed have y'all had any sort of vacation or you know week off where you're just chilling yeah, we. Okay. I. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no I, sorry. I'm not gonna lie. I I've been extremely compliant and didn't travel much for a while. And if you know me, that's a deviation from my oh, norm. Yes, I'm like, what country are you in? What state are you in this week? <laughs> and so I was home for a while, and then like sometime late August, I was like, look, I just I gotta get out of here. So ended up going to. Nevada and then drove down to Phoenix or Phoenix to Arizona. I've always wanted to visit the Grand Canyon. I'm I'm not an outdoorsy person, but I'm a bucket list person and that was on my there. So I had a chance to do that and that was really refreshing, really resetting. And then spent some time um, in Puerto Vallarta after that. Um, and then, you know, I've been in at this point, I'm just like, look, just let's just learn how to travel and compliance. It's it's really weird because it freak you know it's you just there's surfaces are everywhere. The reality is the surfaces are everywhere, and so you just never know unless you're like in a whole hazmat suit. But at the end of the day, 
you know, I'm really grateful for all of the officials just all over, whether it be officials and then workers, you know, just just first responders and the front line, like in the front line, not necessarily just in healthcare, but you know, janitorial staffs and just everybody who's working extra hard to yeah. just keep us, you know, functioning as much as normally as we possibly can. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been necessary to, because working from home, I think gives the illusion of, you know, it's the work. You're just at home. <laughs> you know? So. Yeah. What about you, Corey? Yeah. Um, just like Ivy, I mean, I've been working. I took a week off. I went to North Carolina. I've been there maybe a couple times during COVID, uh, but past that, I didn't um, I didn't go anywhere, really. Uh, I've been a homebody because, you know, uh, especially seeing my parents. My parents live in Dallas, so I didn't want to... Um, say if I were able, if I was happen to get COVID, I didn't want to uh, bring that around them and my family. So I, I tried to stay home as much, as much, as much as possible. So um, now things are starting to slowly open up. Um, been going to see my grandma. Was, my family's uh, from Louisiana. So I go, I used to go there quite a bit, but I only been once since I guess everything has been going on. So, uh, but not nothing too crazy, uh, but being able to I still worked. Uh, so like just like Abby said, it still work even though you're from home. It still works. So yeah, I brought I bring my computer there and still work. Yeah, and I mean what's also cool is um, there's all these in programs internally and um, mm-hmm. things that we're doing that are also fun and just like employee engagement type things and like we have small groups, you know, like when we can like discuss, um, you know, like certain topics and. There's, and we have speakers come in and like guest speakers and like we have the players join our um, meetings every now and then, our, our big team meetings. And um, yeah, and I just feel like, yeah, off season is just time to regroup, mm-hmm. but it's, yeah, it's just heavily community focused and that's what we do. So now people know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say too said you know we there's no off season for serving you know? <laughs> yeah and, and that's the core of who we are and um and what we're about and there's been a lot of service and a lot of need for service but it, there's also been it's given us such a, a, a it's so purposeful you know um and it's definitely been i know i'll crack in you know if i can speak on our behalf as a department but um it's very restorative um, to be able to give, and we're constantly giving, so we're constantly being restored. Um, and so, really, really, just you know, we love our off seasons. <laughs> and it's a kind we of our- you know, credit to our our whole team, you know, Katie, Emily, and Hannah, especially who I work with very closely. Um, I'm le- who I'm learning so much from, um, <laughs> I lo- which I love my team, and they're always going 100 miles per hour, which is. I had to get up to their level. You know, they they they're elevating me, so they're making me want to work just as hard as they are. So, um, whether it's you know doing the, the the computer lab things or the um, the the Young Women's Leadership Academy, how they had a drive through, uh, then the back to school drives that we you know donated the T-shirts and the and the dental kits and the coloring books. So they're always they're always on go, and it it just makes me want to elevate myself and get up to their level. Thank you so much for joining me, Corey and Ivy. 
And um, thank y'all for being on and giving people a look inside of the Mavs.